Welcome to the Daily Dose, where we are currently walking through an overview of the entire Bible. Join us today as we learn the story of Scripture and see God's redemptive plan through Christ from cover to cover. Let's listen to Matt Reister, Director of Christian Crusaders and the Cedar Falls Bible Conference. Today we're going to be in Luke chapter 23, verses 32 through 43. This is where we left off in the middle of the crucifixion of Jesus Christ. Before we jump into this text, I want to say thank you to the family leader who has been our 2022 Daily Dose Devotion sponsor. You can learn more about them at the end of this devotion in the announcements, and we're thankful for the support of the family leader. Also, before I dive into this text, I should point out that there is a parallel in Mark chapter 15, another one in Matthew 27, but I'll point you to episodes 649 through 653, where we go through Mark's parallel in detail. However, Luke includes some information about the thieves who were crucified next to Jesus that's not included in Matthew or Mark, and so I want to land on that, but to get there, let's read the entire text. Verse 32, two others who were criminals were led away to be put to death with him, and when they came to the place that is called the skull, they crucified him and the criminals, one on his right and one on his left. And Jesus said, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. And they cast lots to divide his garments, and the people stood by watching. He saved others, let him save himself if he is the Christ of God, his chosen one. The soldiers also mocked him, coming up and offering him sour wine and saying, If you're the king of the Jews, save yourself. There was also an inscription over him, This is the king of the Jews. One of the criminals who were hanged railed at him, saying, Are you not the Christ? Save yourself and us. But the other rebuked him, saying, Do you not fear God, since you are under the same sentence of condemnation? And we indeed justly, for we are receiving the due reward for our deeds. But this man has done nothing wrong. And he said, Jesus, remember me when you come into your kingdom. And he said to him, Truly I say to you, today you will be with me in paradise. So, If you compare this text with the text in Matthew and Mark, you'll see that there's a lot more detail here about the two criminals who were crucified with Jesus. In fact, people who are cynics and critics about the inerrancy of God's word might point out that these two accounts, the ones in Matthew and Mark and the one in Luke, don't align. Because in Mark 15, verse 32, it says, those who were crucified with him also reviled him. So if there's two guys there and they were reviling Jesus, that's out of step with Luke's account, which says, says one of them reviled Jesus, but one of them asked for Jesus' mercy. Actually, some scholars believe that both accounts could be true. The day could have started out with both criminals reviling Jesus, and it could have ended with one of them having been enlightened by watching Jesus, observing his conversations with the people throughout the day, to the point where he realized that this man is the Son of God. He is who he says he is. And not only that, but as this criminal whose heart has been softened toward Christ speaks. He basically lays out the fundamental elements of the gospel. In verse 41, he says the other criminal who is reviling Jesus, that we are receiving the due reward for our deeds. In other words, the criminal activities that we've been involved in justify our being crucified. That sounds a whole lot like the book of Romans where it says the wages of sin is death. He goes on to say, but this man has done nothing wrong. So he's acknowledging that Jesus is innocent, another fundamental piece of the gospel. And then he says, Jesus, remember me when you come into your kingdom, and essentially putting his faith in Jesus as the Christ. And if you wonder whether his faith was real or not, all you have to do is look at Jesus' response. Jesus says, truly I say to you, today you will be with me in paradise. Now being in paradise with Jesus after death is not something that everyone gets. This isn't an unconditional offer. This is a conditional 
conditional offer. And it's made by Jesus on the basis of faith. Scripture says that we're saved by grace alone, through faith alone, and Jesus Christ alone. And this criminal on the cross is no different. He acknowledged his sin before Jesus. He turned to Jesus by faith. All of this in the 11th hour of his life, and he was saved. Isn't it fascinating to imagine what it might be like in eternity someday, in the new heavens and new earth, for those of us who also trust Jesus Christ and will be there with this criminal on the cross? Wouldn't it be amazing if we could hear his story in its entirety? We just get a little snip of it. We just get a little snippet of it here in this text. The whole idea of Christianity assumes or presupposes the idea that people will have to be converted. Scripture says every one of us is born in sin, enemies of God, opposed to him in every way. And at some point in every one of our lives, just like Jesus said to Nicodemus in John 3, and it won't be long before we're in John 3, that a person must be born naturally and must be born spiritually. We must be born again. To be born again requires a process of conversion, of like this criminal on the cross, acknowledging our sin before the Lord and turning to him by faith to save us. And one of the scary things, in my opinion, about Western modern Christianity is you can go to church your whole life. You can have several Bibles in your house and even know a lot about them, but never be converted by faith to Jesus Christ. Just because I got a Hawkeye football jersey in my closet doesn't make me a Hawkeye football player. Believe me, I'd get killed out there. And just because we have the external trappings of Christianity all around us doesn't make us Christians. Only faith in Christ for the forgiveness of sins, for the salvation of our souls, does. One other thing I want to point out in this text before we wrap it up that I couldn't help but mention. Isn't it interesting that the Jewish leaders are scoffing at Jesus and the Roman soldiers are scoffing at Jesus? These are the power brokers. These are the big shots. These are the socially acceptable, well-revered people of the day. But it's this would have otherwise been forgotten about criminal who actually sees Jesus for who he is. And when the final judgment happens, if those Jewish leaders and Roman soldiers did not turn to faith in Christ sometime before they died. It's actually this member of the dregs of society, this criminal, who will be the big shot in eternity, who will be well revered in eternity, while the guys in a worldly sense who seem to have it all will have lost everything. That's a good reminder for us to keep our eyes fixed on the things of the Lord rather than the things of this world. Thanks for tuning in. Have a great day. This is The Daily Dose, a podcast of Christian Crusaders Radio and Internet Ministry. Please subscribe on Apple, Google, or Spotify Podcasts, or download the free Christian Crusaders app and share with a friend. Also, prayerfully consider supporting our ministry at christiancrusaders.org, where you can find our weekly 30-minute radio broadcast, airing on stations around the world since 1936, and where you can listen to our Conversations podcast featuring inspiring interviews with interesting Christians. Special thanks to our 2022 Daily Dose sponsored The Family Leader. God designed three social institutions, the family, the church, and government. At The Family Leader, they are bringing all three together, honoring God and blessing our neighbors. Learn how and join them at thefamilyleader.com. We also want to highlight another special ministry partner, the Cedar Falls Bible Conference. Check out conference videos and schedule of events online at cedarfallsbibleconference.com and mark your calendars for Saturday, July 29th through Saturday, August 5th, 2023 for the 102nd annual Cedar Falls Bible Conference. Thank you for listening and may God richly bless you.